You know what? I am going to be happy this year. I am going to make myself happy. Do you want us to leave the room, or...? <laughs> Every day, I am going to do one thing I have never done before. That, my friends, is my New Year's resolution. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah? Mine is to pilot a commercial jet. <laughs> Spoiler alert! This show show explores television content that's been available for consumption for quite some time. If a spoiler or two slips into the conversation, well, you were warned. Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney. What's up? Hey. hey! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. <laughs> How's it going? Good. What you drinking? Uh, some oolong tea. Oh, nice. I have an iPhone 7 now. Oh yeah. So, yep. but you upgraded. It wasn't like a Christmas present. No, it wasn't an, uh, a Christmas present. I was going to have to spend a bunch of money because my phone got the touch disease. Right. Um, and I was thinking for a long time, I'll probably have the uh, the iPhone six, which is what you have, right? Yeah. No, I have uh, the iPhone SE, which is uh, kind of a, a hybrid between iPhone five and iPhone six. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was going to get the six. S, which is the, I had the six plus. I was going to upgrade one model, but I was like, no, it's already out of date. I mm-hmm. should, I should spend the two hundred dollars and get the seven. So at least I, I won't be, at least it'll be fresh for a couple months. Right. Um, and I ended up getting it for zero dollars because I, I for the first time in my life, I bought the protection plan. Oh. I got completely uh, horseshoed into doing something what I, which I never do, which is twelve bucks a month. Yep. Um, so it's really only in the long run like fifty dollars more. And I can throw it off the balcony if I want to. Nice. And you should. Well, and You've I've got had, every right. Exactly. I've had phones break before, so yeah. now I don't have to worry. Was I telling you that I totally jinxed the laptop that I got four years ago? I think we talked about it on one of the oh, podcasts. No. I was like, yeah, there's never been any issue. There's no problems with it. And the next day, it just completely shut down. And I brought it to my dad. My dad, my dad says, uh, I'll figure it out. I, I like, I'm, a, I'm a computer guy. I'm going to oh, know what to do. Yeah, so because four years is not like, like that's an okay life for a laptop, but you should be able to get five or six years out of a laptop, yeah, even if that it, last year is pretty sorry. Yeah, and it yeah, it was just about four, four maybe five. Yeah, but uh, but my dad, I asked my dad, so did you did you fix my laptop? He goes, Yeah, I'm gonna bring it into Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I can bring it into Best Buy. Dad. Yeah, the Geek but Squad. Thank you. That's where yeah. I got my new phone. Nice free publicity for best buy there you, there you go <laughs> they need a show show shout I th- out i think they're going to sponsor the podcast yeah, that's in a good idea. <laughs> goals this episode of the show show brought to you by the geek squad mm-hmm. at best buy <laughs> the geeks the show show aka the geek squad hey uh happy new year everybody this is the last show of 2016 a mm-hmm. year that many people will be happy to see go the golden age of television <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our podcast. Golden year. If I can give anybody a piece of advice for 2017, and maybe this is premature because the show just started, but if I can give anybody a piece of advice for 2017, uh, it's to just take on a project that you want to do just to do it. Yeah. Get a friend to uh, release a podcast every week, (laughs) show up for an hour, (laughs) walk away from it, and assume that it just goes on to come up with a Come up with a premise that's really flawed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, and isn't original. Mm Mm-hmm. And just put put a lot of work into it. And immediately, yeah, immediately stray from the plan. <laughs> <laughs> but we, it made it fun for us. When we say that, we mean that we originally went in to do the top 100 shows. Right. And soon realized that we didn't want to talk about necessarily Old two pilots. Yeah. yeah, immediately. So we started talking about new shows, and that kind of reinvigorated us, I think, a little well, bit. Well, isn't it amazing that the first two episodes of this podcast were just one show each? Like, yeah. the first episode of the podcast, we talked about Game of Thrones for an hour. Yeah. And I can see... We got see, a lot out of it. We did. Uh, although there have definitely been some weeks now where we only talk about the show for, like, 12 minutes, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then other stuff takes over. But yep. I don't know how we talked about... Uh, a single show for an hour. That's, I think, impressive. I think so, too. Good for us. We're really killing it. We pulled it off. Uh, so uh, you, you're you going to take it easy for New Year's Eve this year? Yeah, I'm gonna, my my reach goal is to just not drink at all you're on gonna, New Year's Eve. You're going to be the shuttle service for your drinking friends, though? Yeah, I think so. We're all going to one party, so I'm not sure how much shuttling I'll actually have to do. Okay. But I might, uh, you know what? I'm an entrepreneur. Maybe I'll try to squeeze some <laughs> money out of it. I'll just say, hey, 10 bucks, and I'll... I'll drive you guys all home. You can just sit in the corner and try and fix your laptop while you're. <laughs> I can do that. 
<laughs> I've been trying, like, I think we talked about my goal of trying to acquire more tools and stuff. And mm-hmm. just, like, it's a weird, I think, age where I'm trying to build things. Like, I fixed the brakes on my car yesterday. I'm you just, fixed your bike a couple times? Fixed my bike a couple times. Well, I basically, like, rebuilt my bike. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, these are these are the things that I think I can do if I'm not hungover. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, putting that time into drinking. Okay. Yeah. So, are you going to... Are you gonna, you're gonna take on the so the sober Matt Slaney in in 2017. Maybe I'm gonna try to do at least sober January and go from there. Oh, okay. I think. But January is so difficult to get through without getting drunk I at least once. But I think like okay, there's so much you can do. There's so much you can like read and just come up with projects and do other shit if you just think about it. How is uh, DFW going? Are you? Um, infinite jest are you still oh yeah yeah no i i I, actually that's kind of one of the causes there's so much like aa talk in it sure that i'm kind of thinking to myself yeah i shouldn't you know this shouldn't have this much power over me and there's so many underlying themes of addiction and um, it's drawing out your it's 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 shining a light on your addictive tendencies this novel you know yeah i think maybe a bit Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not an every night drinker, Mm. but you know, not drinking on new year's Eve is something that seems like such a hurdle to get over. Right. That I just thought I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to not drink for one night and see how it goes from there. Have you heard the term weekend alcoholic? Yes, I have. You probably wouldn't identify with that either. Cause that's pretty, that's not like extreme terminology. I'm not like day drinking. Right. But but especially over the holidays, you know, it's you get off and you're ha- popping a popping a beer and kind of like extending that through the whole night. On Boxing Day, I stayed up with Jen's dad and uncle until 5 a.m. Oh, my God. I drank a bottle of wine and like ate beer. And I think I forgot to take my insulin. And the next day was just so hellish. <laughs> I'm like... And, and well, from a health standpoint too, like my organs are just not built as everyone else. Like they're taking way more of a beating That's than true. everyone else. So a lot of diabetics will just completely quit drinking anyway. Right. Which I found so difficult to believe. But, <laughs> but it's starting to just be like, yeah, you know what? It's all about habits. Like if I found out I was uh, diabetic, I'm, I might be more inclined. I would cheer. <laughs> I'm, <just kidding. laughs> I'm not alone. I have a friend. Um, I might be more inclined to quit drinking altogether. Yeah. Because I'm not somebody who, like I get drunk twice a year. Yeah, you're, you're really good with drinking. I am really good with drinking. Um, I just, I'm so afraid of being embarrassed, right? That's, yeah. that's really what drives my, my abstinence. Sure. But I so it's, love... It's what drives some people's lives. Uh, the, the fear of embarrassment. I think you so know? too. Like, let's just keep improving because you don't want to be embarrassed. Right. Well, and that's certainly why I work hard at the job I do for money. Yeah. Because I'm scared that I'll open up a microphone and say something or not something. Right. That's embarrassing. <laughs> sure. Um, where's I going with that? But uh, I do love a single glass of red wine. I do love mm, a so single bottle of craft beer. So it would yeah. be, it would be just as hard to, to give those up forever. Yeah. Cause it's, I enjoy the experience of, of drinking it more than the, the drunken effect. I do think like we were just talking, I, I do think if I completely gave up alcohol, I would supplement it with like coffee and gambling. Look at Mark Marin. He drinks crazy amounts of coffee. Does he? He's constantly talking about coffee and uh, his nicotine gum or nicotine lozenges he's always right. talking about. So like, is he not smoking anymore? He doesn't like smoke he's... anymore. He hasn't smoked in a couple years. Right. But he is getting at least as much nicotine yeah. from the lozenges he right. eats. He's going to take up smoking so he can quit the nicotine gum. I got this very charming little book for Christmas. Um, it's written by Carrie Elwes, who played Wesley in... Uh, the Princess Bride, which you know is my favorite movie and one of my favorite books. Yep. And it's just a memoir about the making of this film. Um, it's called um, As You Wish, Totally Inconceivable Tales About the Making of the Princess Bride. Cool. Uh, and so he's talking about working with Andre the Giant, who of course was massive mm-hmm. and also equally unhealthy yeah. uh, in both lifestyle <laughs> and just physicality. Um, and they touch on his ability to drink. Yeah. Uh, and I read a line to Becky cause it was just, it was just funny. Like he came in, um, and he does this very nice thing where he calls everybody boss. So people won't be intimid- intimidated by him. Oh, nice. So, so, uh, Carrie says, um, how are you today? Andre, he says, oh, not too good boss. Um, I drank a little bit last night. Um, so how did it go? 
he he says i drank like three bottles of wine 30 beer mm-hmm. and two bottles of rum or some like yeah. unbelievable yeah i've heard put, stories about that put you in a coma yeah. amount of uh, amount of kill a cow exactly and 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 carrie says um what did he say? Does he say, are you hung over today? He says, no, I did get a little tipsy though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you could probably drive after that. Yeah. That's amazing. And disturbing. That's of course, he's not with us anymore. No, I think partially because of that. So what do you have for notes? You've done a bunch of show prep on yeah. some kind of a holiday so, notepad. So I did, uh, like I did my top 10 of 2017. I did some honorable mentions. I did what we missed based on the lists of 2017 okay. or 2016 that I saw. Um, and uh yeah maybe we can fire through those yeah pick whichever one you want to start with sure okay so i even numbered them okay like i so my list was i just started jotting off the top of my head and then consulted the lists sure um so my favorites were uh westworld stranger things the americans game of thrones atlanta walking dead black mirror brooklyn 99 broad city and master of none not in that order Okay, that is a very um, that is a very essential list. Like yeah. you really illustrated the television world of 2016 with those ten. Picks. Well, I, and I was super happy because I consulted the lists as I was writing the list. I was listening to another list, and some of the ones that I had written down were coming up. So oh, that's good. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with having picked some obvious ones like Game of Thrones, right? Um, because that's what represents the era in pop culture. Totally. And and. The one that everyone missed was Master of None, but I thought it really had a place and maybe, in the top 10. Maybe just because it was early in the year. It was I, super early. It was like January 10th. And maybe if there was like a, a new trailer out for season two, people mm-hmm. would be buzzed about it again. But I, I relate it to the Lego movie, which Becky and I were talking about yesterday because we saw a trailer for the Lego Batman movie, right. which comes out in February or something. Uh, a really awkward time for Oscars. Yeah. And there was a lot of controversy about the Lego movie not even getting nominated for Best Animated Feature that year. And fair enough that that Frozen won Best Animated Feature Mm -hmm. that year. That's fine. That was a huge movie, and it was a good piece of animation. But that the Lego movie wasn't even nominated really seemed wrong. And I blamed its release date. Like, the Oscars are in early March, but the cutoff is in mid-January. Yeah. So it was in that little middle purgatory. Where it can so easily get missed. It gets forgotten. I, I, as a rule, kind of think if a movie comes out in early 2017, it's not going to be in the Oscar picture for the next year. That's so true. It, it seems like it, it seems get, like all the movie. It, it's almost like they get released closer to Oscar Day. On purpose. Yeah. Uh, a good example is that movie, The Founder, which is not out yet. Right. It's the Michael Keaton movie where he plays the, the McDonald's guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the franchisier. Yep. That's not out yet, but it was due out about six or eight months ago, and last minute, they postponed it for Oscar season. Right. So it's going to be coming out, I think, two or three weeks from now. Yep. And there was, there's was there been a few movies like Moonlight and Manchester by the Sea, which are getting a lot of the Oscar buzz. My folks saw Lion with Deb Patel. Oh, really? That's apparently really excellent. Did they really like it? They really loved it. Apparently, the kid is amazing. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of told in two parts. It's adult Dev Patel and child Dev Patel. And right. apparently, the child is Kind amazing. of like Slumdog Millionaire. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Um, we saw La La Land yesterday. Oh, did you? And it was wonderful. It was really good. It was so good. It was uh, It was exactly what I hoped it would be. Sure. In fact, and it's a, it's a movie about dreams yeah. and following your dreams and, and the crushing of dreams. Mm-hmm. And also love and jazz yeah. music, and so it was. It was very visually stimulating and, and amazing. Gos- Gosling learned to play piano for that. I know it has me thinking now that I should learn to play the piano because it's a thing you can do. Yeah, um, but that's that's in the future. Mm-hmm. I, amazing to me that that director also did Whiplash because they're so starkly different, yeah. and yet they're both about music. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to watch that. We saw Passengers the other day, which is not an Oscar contender at all, but it was a it was a fine popcorn movie really because i heard it was abysmal people are saying that it's one of those movies that i it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like suicide squad right like i didn't didn't look at the reviews before going into it and i sat through it and i was like meh it's all right yeah spoiler alert um which i don't think you'll really care about passengers no i'm I'm not but i think they kind of throw you off the scent with the trailer okay like they lead you down a road that that's not really what the movie yeah, is Yeah, you about. kind of think it's going to be snappy romance action movie in space. Well, the th- yeah, and it's the, it's all of those things. Sure. But but one of the main things about the trailer was I thought it was going to be 
oh my gosh, like we, the ship was sabotaged. Right. By the crew. Okay. And, but there was none of that. No, no, they're just, they're being transported somewhere and these two people mistakenly wake up, right? From their, right, from their but, hibernation. And they make it, they make it seem like they wake up, that, like they were supposed to wake up. Okay. And that the crew, like there was something about, you know, the crew, anyways, it was right. kind of all just accidental. That's think, interesting. In yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't care too, too much. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's another movie that came out uh, and ended up getting very poor reviews. Uh it's it's escaping me now, but some movie came out and people thought it might be okay, and it ended up getting like a twenty percent or something. Yeah, we watched a movie the other night on on Netflix called Sing Street. Okay, it came out at some point in the last year. I don't know if it's eligible for this year's Oscars. It probably, it probably won't make the Oscars just because there's no attention surrounding it now. But the guy who directed it has made two movies. One mm-hmm. of them is Once. Okay, uh, which have you seen Once? No. It's uh, it's a really nice little indie movie. With Glenn Hansard from, um, from uh, The Frames. And uh, you know that song, Falling Slowly? Falling Slowly. Anyway, it won the Academy Award that year. It's just sure. about these two people, and he's a street musician, bum, and she's uh, from like Czech Republic or something. And they fall in love, and they, they oh, wow. sing acoustic songs. It's very nice. He directed that movie. Uh, and he directed another movie about two years ago with Mark Ruffalo and Kira Knightley called Begin Again. Adam Levine was in it. That was a little bit more commercial, but again, right. it was about... Um, singer-songwriters. And this movie is about these 15-year-old schoolboys in Dublin who start a punk band in 1985 to get girls. And it was a wonderful movie. And what's it called? It's called Sing Street. So so Sing Street is apparently a notorious uh, Irish academy for for schoolboys, S-Y-N-G-E Street. Uh, but their band is called Sing Street, S-I-N-G Street. Right. Um, and they make music videos because it's during the advent of MTV. Yeah. And the songs are great and the story is great. It's just a feel-good movie about about uh, about learning how not to get bogged down by the circumstances of your sad life. Sure. And I can't recommend it enough. Nice. Yeah. Well, these are movies that I'm going to have to put on the list for probably 2017 because I don't think I'll fit them in 2016. That's true. The, the hours are, are ticking away. The hours are ticking away. I think the ones, uh, like, my faves, the ones that lined up with the critics' faves were uh, Westworld and Stranger Things and The Americans and Game of Thrones and Atlanta. Atlanta was number one on a lot of lists. As for new shows, yeah. I, w- I would say Stranger Things and then maybe with Westworld just underneath it uh, in terms of buzzworthy new shows yep. that created the most attention. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things just because it somehow gained this critical mass yeah and westworld just beneath it and atlanta kind of being the indie one that Mm -hmm. that critics are taking as the number one or top three anyway it's excellent it's i mean if it had been on netflix it probably would be so mainstream right and and uh black mirror was another kind of top five pick for a lot of people definitely one of the ones that i missed that a lot of well actually the ones that i missed that a lot of people put on the top 10 were Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, have you seen this show? Uh, it's kind of a musical CW show. No way. Yeah, it's a musical romantic. I think you'd like it, and I I want to watch it. Sure. Um, it's out you know, now? I, I like musicals too. Yeah. Um, it's out now. Okay. Yeah, there's at least a season out of it, which came out in 2016. Oh, great. I, I definitely want to check that and out. And my sister was asking me about that one. BoJack Horseman was another one that they mentioned. I and really like BoJack Horseman. I, I haven't the second season. I haven't watched most of the third season, but there is this really... Third weird, season. So there's three out now? There's three seasons now. It oh, came out God. this year, and, and I, the third season got really amazing reviews. Yeah. And there's this episode. I watched about 10 minutes of it, and then I got distracted, but I had heard this episode, which is, I think, episode three or four in season three, where there's... Almost no talk. Yeah, one of the one of the uh, I watched a Nerdist thing on it, and it's completely silent. Basically, it's it's it takes place underwater, if yeah. I understand correctly. Oh, cool. Is uh, it like a dream? No, <laughs> it's just <laughs> absurd. Or maybe sure. it is a dream. Like I said, I didn't finish it, but it, it's a it's something of a triumph because it was a challenge to write a compelling story with right. no talking. Yeah, and they they did it well based on the reviews. Cool. And and another one, Full Frontal with Samantha B. People really like that one. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a good time to have a show like that if you're going to work really hard. Yep. The thing about that show is it's it's a it's a little more pandery yeah. than some of them. I mean, it's very angry. You know how it's like angrier than The Daily Show? Yeah, and even Last Week Tonight. Like Last Week Tonight 
has a bit more of a playfulness about it, I think. It does. It's kind of it's kind of silly. I don't I don't know if it's something about Samantha Bee, and I don't know if I'm being sexist by seeing her differently than I see these other guys. Oh, that's I think she, I hot think take. I think she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think she's really smart, but I I don't. I, it's difficult for me. I wonder how good her show would be if not for all this mania. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of shows that aren't, you know, how good is Stephen Colbert's show even with all this mania? It's better than people are giving credit for. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's actually picked up because of the mania, too. I think Seth Meyers is the best. I still think that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I find myself, I we have a series recording for uh, Jimmy Fallon. Switch it. I don't know why we do. I just kind of like... Between Jen and I, it's it's an easy thing to watch. Yep. Like when I was really hungover after the Boxing Day, staying up till five thirty, Jen had NCIS on, and I was <laughs> your eat, favorite. I was trying to eat, and I just said, "Jen, can you just change it?" She was like, "Yeah, you probably don't want to watch this, especially right now." And, yeah. And I was like, "Just put on like the Tonight Show or something." Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. There isn't a time and a there is a time and a place for Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, right? it's digestible. Right. But but I you're right. I should switch that to Seth Meyers. Maybe it's, that's going to be one of my resolutions. They just try harder. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to try to watch every episode of Last Week Tonight, um, which that's for the very first, easy to watch. first season and a half I was able to do. Sure. Um, and that's one of the other shows I was going to talk about, which which was a show that I'm kind of missed on my list, but deserved to be there. I think last week tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it won the Emmy. And Transparent is one that people obviously have on their top ten list, yeah. which we still haven't covered. Maybe right. that should be like I was thinking. Maybe we should do a uh, like most anticipated of 2017, which we're going to get into. I think. A little yeah, bit. I've got a list got that a list. I think is pretty comprehensive. And other shows that we missed. Well, I okay. You loved OJ or the People versus OJ. Loved it. And I couldn't quite get into it. I think I needed a couple more episodes, and I just because I knew what happened, I just didn't really feel the. That's that's the argument I've heard from some people who. That's what my mother said. Like, oh, you should watch this show. Mm-hmm. I watched it live. I watched it when it was on. And I was like, yeah, that's not really a reason not to watch it because it's like it's first of all, it's another angle. Like, it, right. they really uh, celebrate uh, Marsha Clark, mm-hmm. who she's really kind of been been martyred this year and come right. back as this folk hero. Um, and so you see it through another angle. Um, well, and you were in an interesting position because I don't think you really, like, you really didn't know a whole lot about it at all. I mean, I knew, I knew the I knew the the cliff notes, but I wasn't old enough to care then. That's right. for sure. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you were you were almost a fetus, I think, when it was happening. Uh, it was was ninety four, ninety five. Uh, yeah. I was ninety one. So yeah, I was a little boy. Sure. I was a very little boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so was I. Um. Another one we didn't put on the list, but like at the time we talked about it, we recommended it, but just we couldn't get through it was Horace and Pete. Oh yeah. Horace and Pete showed up on a couple of the lists. Interesting, isn't it, that it never it never turned up at the Emmys. No. Yeah, and they tried to even put Louis C. K. was pretty shameless about saying, No, I wanted it to be in the Emmys. I wanted it to be among the the zeitgeist of what the Emmys was this it, year. It could have been an an Emmy darling because I mean, it was definitely daring. There, yeah. there was no question about it. It was bold, but was it necessary? Yeah. You know? Now, one of the things, and it was so bleak. It was. Just, I mean, it was horrible to watch. It was almost bleak for the sake of being bleak, and, and Louis C.K. said the same thing. But there are lots of really bleak films and novels right. that are celebrated. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So maybe, and there's a, a place for it again. Was there a new Louis season out this year? I don't think there was. No, he, it's kind of unclear whether or not he's ever going to come back to that. Okay. But he definitely put all of his efforts into Horace and Pete. Right. That's what I thought. And, and one thing that I definitely do want to see, like, I don't think I'm going to sit through the people versus OJ. Not that it's bad. Sure. A lot, of, obviously got so much acclaim, but, but one thing that I think would be easier for me to get into, cause I kind of like the documentary style is, uh, OJ in america oh yeah made in america made in america yeah the 30 for 30 which have you ever watched any 30 for 30s no they're awesome i've, I've heard that this documentary is beautifully done well and it's kind of funny because it goes against the grain of what 30 for 30 30 for 30 was an espn endeavor which was supposed to be 30 documentaries by 30 different um directors okay and and the whole point was it was supposed to kind of be more of the untold stories of you know not not so much the Patriots 2001 winning season but but things like you know the Cleveland Browns how they can't win a Super Bowl and right. Christian Leitner one of the number one NBA draft picks that never really went anywhere kind of the untold stories of of why things didn't work out and you get to hear from 
the people inside the organizations and and okay. it kind of so it, so yeah it digs a little deeper than than which is kind of funny because oj simpson is one of the huge stories of sports culture in the last 20 years and they did a documentary i mean it, arguably but. the 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 greatest sports story of all time <laughs> yeah really the most dramatic for sure it's already also been dug up already yes so i don't know how much new information they can provide right. but that's also ignorant of me because i don't know everything about about the story itself but i think 30 for 30s are kind of going in more of a mainstream direction anyway because you know it's hard to make a show about things that aren't as popular that's true you know yeah so so they're just going for the i don't want to say low-hanging fruit but well they're trying to reach the masses yeah, yeah. exactly trying to like appeal to as many people as possible and honorable mentions for me the show high maintenance have you ever seen that no i've heard of it it's really cool it's just one weed dealer in new york and there's a bunch of disjointed high maintenance okay. yeah and and he's he's the guy yeah like he doesn't have a name in the show but he turns up at different parts of these other stories that are completely independent of each other okay and there's some some big guest actors that are in it too whose names all escape me right now uh the the girlfriend from the office not jan but the one that michael ends up with oh uh the holly her name's yeah. holly and yeah. she's a pretty serious actor and and a lot of other things sure like she was in the wire yeah um so yeah there's and it's all just kind of stories, you know, maybe it's like a domestic dispute and the weed dealer kind of shows up in, in between. And but is he the only steady he's, character? Throughout he's the, the series? only steady character throughout the series. And interesting. So, so it was a web series for like three years and this year it got picked up for, uh, on HBO. Okay. I had six episodes. Okay. Um, so I wanted to mention that one, uh, the night of, I think would be a really awesome series. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you were like kind of keen to keep going with that. Thing. I was keen to keep going with it, but I didn't. And I even found out from my friend who watched the whole series. I was like, so Give me the breakdown of what happens. I know what happens in the end. And, and I do too. And it's, yeah. it's kind of dark, but it seems like it would be a good show and I would watch it for the acting. It'd be interesting to see if they come back with a new story for a season two, because it definitely had a moment. Yeah. But we've also moved on to other things now. Exactly. And then Narcos and Silicon Valley are the other two on the list. Oh, I just okay. love Silicon Valley. So. Yeah, dude. Were you happy with this year's Silic Silicon Valley? Because oh, I well, heard it was a little disappointing this year. We've talked yeah, about that before. Yeah. I just think... I just think I, I may I think I might have put it on there because I really want it to sure <laughs> pick up some steam. Some stuff you hold on to. Yeah. This is this is the case for The Walking Dead, and I don't know. And if I this put is that how... on the list because I think it has its own place on the top ten. Like, right. it doesn't deserve to be written off yet. Right. Even though this season was a little slow, I think it kind of had to be to go where the graphic novels want it to go. I think that's and I think that's fine. It's okay yeah. to have a setup season, mm -hmm. and it's not like they didn't start things off with something pretty climactic. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm even hearing about this. Yeah. There are people who quit the show because that was the, that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. It was too much. Yeah. And I, yeah. They and they started off so strong. The first episode was so insane, and then for the next five episodes, it was just kind of here are the different parts that are happening, Hard and the character involvement, and and um, basically new characters that are going to come into play. Sure. But they just need to set everything up. Okay. So is that that's the those are the lists you've come up with? Those are the lists I've nice. come that's up with. That's good. That's okay. very thorough. <laughs> Thank you. Hopefully it didn't bore too many people. Not at all. No, I think you really uh I'm trying to get used to the the touch screen on this this phone, but I'm just not there yet. I'm stuck in the past. Um so I can't take credit for this list. Uh filmschoolrejects.com really put together uh an excellent comprehensive list of all the things to look forward to. Awesome. It's, it's kind of a combination of shows that already exist and so we're looking forward to what they have to offer in the future. Perfect. And also new shows that haven't started yet, some of which I've heard of and I'm excited for, some of which I've never heard of, but mm -hmm. now I'm excited for. Um, so I think we just kind of go chronologically in the order of which uh, they're released. Tomorrow, Oh, nice. the new season of Sherlock hits no! PBS. No! Yeah. Oh, I'm binging it with my hungover girlfriend all day. Yeah, you are. Um, I believe uh, Watson has a baby now. <laughs> Watson so, has a baby. He has a baby now. <laughs> so cool. uh, we'll see... We'll see exactly how that affects Sherlock's life. Is it Sherlock's? Uh, I don't think, mm. but I mean, it's 2017. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So who knows? Something called Taboo. Uh, it's a it's from Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight. Uh, cool. It stars Tom Hardy, so it's going to be dark wow. and gritty. Uh, this and is one thing I've noticed through this list is there's a lot of people who we've only ever considered as movie stars right. are coming to series television. Well, and that's funny because Cillian Murphy and Tom Hardy are going to be in the new 
uh, Christopher Nolan movie, Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah, Dunkirk. What's- it's the this is a movie yeah it's it's about the evacuation of dunkirk it's a a world war ii movie okay so it's all the american and british soldiers that evacuated dunkirk which was like basically just hell on earth in france france maybe germany i don't know but it's not gonna Um, be like a sci-fi twisty no mind bendy no but very special effectsy okay which will be cool i mean in the sense that there's explosions and kamikaze fighters yeah crazy shit i rewatched the prestige on christmas day that's a wonderful movie i love that movie so crazy another movie star coming to television uh jude law stars in the young pope and he he plays like a 40 year old man who takes over the papacy oh wow so that's gonna be interesting that is interesting it seems like one of those shows like borgias the borgias the bourgeois no it's like the borgias it's like b-o-r-g-i-a-s and i think it was kind of like the the roman catholic history show it started jeremy irons i just got a lot of good talk but i just couldn't get into it It was like four years ago i don't i don't know if this show is supposed to be like satirical because it's easy to picture like jude law (laughs) it's like veep (laughs) yeah well like he like plays like a wes anderson-y pope oh i I don't think that's that's what it is based on this picture but i would love that I, i wish it was that uh january 26th riverdale premieres this is the archie tv show is that actually anticipated or is it, it is anticipated by, for all I mean, the wrong reasons? I mean, it is by people who watch Gossip Girl and sure. Pretty Little Liars. So is it going to be on the CW? It's or? coming to the CW. It is hokey and campy on purpose, but I mean, so is okay. Archie. And it's and it's spooky. It's like a thriller. Okay. They've done different iterations of Archie where horror or thriller themes uh, kind of take over. Um, there's a really popular comic right now called Archie Afterlife, and it's wow. zombies in Riverdale. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's very gory and it's so, very R-rated. Do we think it'll be a little like Pretty Little Liars, but with I think Archie? it'll be I think it'll be very PLL and, and Gossip Girl. It's going to be right. somebody dies, and but they've got um, one of the Sprouse twins is playing Jughead, and okay. uh, Molly Ringwald is playing Archie's mom, and oh, most wow. of the people are are okay. people you've never heard of before, but uh, they're all very attractive, sure, and they wear clothes that are probably like ten thousand dollars per outfit. Okay um planet earth 2 is coming out uh towards the end of january Something i think that's out already uh not according to this no? it comes to bbc america oh okay at the end of january so maybe it's out elsewhere right uh something called legion so this is uh set in the marvel universe but not the marvel cinematic universe this is uh property still owned by fox okay so it's going to be on fx um it stars aubrey plaza but the characters oh. are not mainstream characters that we would know at all okay um, and Noah Hawley from Fargo. So that's kind of interesting. That'll be cool. Got the new season of Better Call Saul coming fairly soon. Mm-hmm. That's Still couldn't get through to. the second season of that. Interesting, isn't it? That, that it hasn't like blown up into yeah. this big phenomenon. I we moved on in culture. Again, it's my prequel theory. Yeah, there's nothing at stake. Yeah. Sure. The Americans comes back in March. Ah, uh, stoked. You'd be excited Love that, that show. I'm so happy that I took the deep dive into the Americans. Bates Motel comes back in March. I'm really surprised people are still watching this. Yeah. The Freddie Highmore from Finding Neverland and Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory. But people are saying it, yeah, it's an anticipated show. I guess. It's something people get into. Uh, Iron Fist is uh, a new Marvel show. It's coming to Netflix, and it is set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. It's yet another show that kind of corresponds with uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Right. And is that going? It's going to Netflix? It's going to Netflix. Okay. Uh, in keeping with all those. Uh, something called The Leftovers. I don't really know a whole lot about this show. You haven't seen The Leftovers? No. I love The Leftovers. It's coming back in April. With Justin Theroux. Yeah. Oh, it is Justin Theroux. Yeah. It's, oh man, the show is so cool. Oh, Damon Lindelof. Yeah. You don't know about, have we not talked about The Leftovers? We can do an episode about The Leftovers. The first season was cool. Do you know the whole like plot about it? Well, it says here in the article that uh, something that identifies The Leftovers is that season to season major changes happen. Well, yeah. Okay. So the first season starts and you just know that people are dealing with this one day where I forget how many people it's like one eighteenth of people just disappeared. Oh, they're just gone. That's this show. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And the first season was cool. And you know, there's a whole aspect of there's the guilty remnant and they walk around, they all wear white and they don't speak Liv Tyler's in it. They all smoke. (laughs) Like it's, it's just really crazy. You're always trying to figure out what's actually happening. The second season was a mind fuck and was way better than the first season. It okay. actually got way better in the second season. Um, and, and kind of cliffhangery for the third season. It's coming out in April. Sweet. New season. Love that'll it. be the third season. Fourth that'll be season? the third. Okay. Yeah. 
The Handmaid's Tale stars Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men and West Wing. Okay. This is based on a novel by Margaret Atwood. Oh, interesting. And it's a dystopian uh, future thriller about a woman who's uh, kind of oppressed by a, a theocratic dictatorship. So wow. uh, that'll probably be kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be on the comedy list. I don't think it's going to be on the comedy I don't really get Elizabeth Moss. I never really have. Okay, what, what did Elizabeth Moss do? Was she Peggy Draper? She's like kind of homely. Oh, oh, pe- wait. Maybe not Peggy. The, the blonde? That's the, Jessica. The, that's January Jones, right? It, yeah, that's January Jones. She's not homely. Is she? Is she the redhead? This is this is Elizabeth Moss. Oh right, she was yeah, briefly yeah, yeah. married to Fred Armisen. I know that she much. was she was the one who was in um, uh, Get Him to the Greek, Get Him to the Greek, and yeah. also The West Wing. She yes. played one of the Bartlett's daughters in The oh, West really? Wing. Game of Thrones comes back in June. Mm-hmm. Is this part two of a season? No, I think it's a, a whole part other one season. of a new season. Yeah, gotcha. Are they one of those shows that splits their seasons? Now? No, they don't. They just go Walking Dead does. Through. Walking Dead does, and I don't think any other HBO show does. Okay. Uh, another new Marvel show called Inhumans. Now it's coming to ABC. It's not coming to Netflix. It is mm-hmm. set in the MCU. Okay. Uh, but it's kind of a spinoff of Agents of Shield. Okay. So it's going to feature some of those characters. Um, it's going to be a little bit more on the campy side. It's not going to take itself quite as seriously as Luke Cage. All right. Uh, Alias Grace. I don't know much about this, but it's also based on uh, Margaret Atwood. So she, there's actually two new Margaret Jesus. Atwood shows coming out in 2017, which is very strange. 2017 is Atwood's year. Directed by Sarah Polly, who's a Canadian director, so that's kind of fun. Do you think her Twitter handle would be Atwood? <laughs> you know what? Margaret Atwood <laughs> is definitely on Twitter. Yeah? She's like one of those trendy old ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, if you ever have the opportunity to listen, her, listen to her chat with George Strombolopoulos, you should, because the two of them flirt with each other in the most um, uncreepy way. Like really? they just really adore kind each of other. Love each other isn't Margaret. I thought Margaret Atwood was dead. No, she's that Margaret Atwood. By the way, that Margaret. Oh, Atwood. brutal. Yeah, that's too bad. It's a missed opportunity. Becky chimed in with the audible. By the way, that that's I don't know if that got picked up. Probably. That it's at Margaret Atwood, not Atwood. At Atwood. Yeah. At 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 Atwood. That's what I would make it. <laughs> would you? Just to confuse people. Can you do an at at? Not like an at symbol. No, uh, I don't think you can do that. Okay. That would be, if she could get at Wood, she should take it. Yeah. I got at Matt Slaney, and I was kind of surprised by that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the American Gods show comes out on Stars. This is. uh, Oh, the Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman's Gatsby. It's his masterpiece. There's a new show. Cool. Uh, It comes out on HBO? You know, it's coming to Stars. Stars. Interesting. Um, So that's going to be interesting. I mean, I I, I used to be so. I would judge shows by which network they came out on but you can't do that anymore no you can't because stuff is coming out on amazon that and some of it's amazing yeah well it used to be that you could like if it came out on fox right it wouldn't be that good unless it was the simpsons unless it was a comedy yeah i guess that's probably true although then they had they had some bad comedies too though house was on fox and that was a pretty good drama yeah for a time anyway yeah totally and then they really took over with american idol yeah so they had had an era for sure mm-hmm. uh black mirror coming back to netflix uh not for quite a little while but that's something to look forward to when's that coming back uh it doesn't say an exact date maybe they don't know exactly oh, okay. when it's gonna come back but because uh, i heard they were supposed to release release um 13 episodes and oh. then they split it in half well maybe that's maybe it's gonna happen maybe in like may or june half. yeah uh a new show coming to netflix called dear white people uh and it takes place at an ivy league school in the states like a an upper echelon educational institution okay. and all of the black students there of which there aren't that many because it's elitist mm-hmm. um they're all in a click together they're all friends sure um and they kind of uh navigate the modern racism of ivy league culture and That's, is it a, like a comedy or a i drama? don't think so i think okay. it's i think it's probably a drama based on the image i'm looking at okay but uh that's it's called dear white people it's can you Netflix. describe the image that you're looking at it is it is about six uh very attractive african-american people right. very sternly serious. staring okay. at a camera i was wondering if it was like one black dude slapping a white dude or something this doesn't seem like a comedy, comedy. yeah okay <laughs> gotcha uh okay dirk gently's holistic detective agency this is uh it's a bbc show they started in 2016 this is elijah woods show oh it's directed by max landis who i really can't stand holistic detective agency dirk gently's holistic detective agency it's okay. very absurd i think sure so 
not a Landis fan. What what has Landis done? Um, he I just really know him as a personality. He shows up on podcasts as like a film critic and stuff, but he's very, um, very pretentious and very loud. Okay. Um, he's made he's made a lot of like coming of age things, um, but nothing nothing huge. He's definitely written for for like Superman comics before. And I know his father. Okay. This kind of makes me sound a little bit naive, but his father matters in the history of cinema. Right. Okay. He's somewhere in there, and it's it's kind of a. a uh, a nepotism thing that that Max Landis is like 31 has this kind of storied film career. Okay. How is our audio holding up by the way? Oh, I think we're okay. Uh Fargo coming back. They're still shooting Fargo. Oh man, Fargo's like people loved season 2. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. Oh, it's only done two seasons? Yeah, and the second season was a pre- a prequel, but okay. people thought that was even better I think than the first season. Yet another Marvel show. Oh my god, I'm kind of tired of this, man. I, it's they're kind of overdoing it a little bit yeah. here. Uh, this one also coming to Netflix. Marvel's The Defenders. This is where they make up for it. They're consolidating Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil into one show. And it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Right. So they're going to take all those characters and kind of make uh, a second tier Avengers right. with these grittier, edgier, more R-rated superheroes. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll watch any of the Marvel shows. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I actually I tried to. My favorite of all the pilots I watched was Luke Cage. I liked Luke Cage, and that I seemed, didn't keep up. with Seemed either. like it would be good, but yeah, it, it didn't drive me to watch anymore. Another movie star coming to TV: James Franco in The Deuce on HBO. The Deuce. HBO. Uh, it is set in the 1970s uh, and revolves around NYPD culture, um, the mob, prostitution drug rings, cool. uh, and the rise of HIV. Oh, <laughs> took a left turn. Well, yeah. Well, I guess not really. I get it's, it's in the, it's in the whole, if you know, if there's drugs happening, I think, I think uh, Franco's playing like a, like a seventies, uh, gay icon, although not necessarily a real historical figure. Interesting. Um, what show, what channel is this going to be on? It's going to be on HBO. So it'll oh, probably be good. The deuce also could stars be the HBO show also stars Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's Whoa, good. man. Something called Feud is coming to FX. Feud. I gather that this is a new thing. Uh, it's from creator Ryan Murphy. So right. he's, wow. he's he's continuing to to create stuff. But he hasn't done any shows, has he? Oh, well, I mean, he created Glee. Oh, right. And okay. American Horror Story. You know what? And the O.J. Simpson show. I was thinking that Ryan Murphy was the guy who did um, uh, the latest Rocky film. Oh. So I'm deeply confused <laughs> on who, <laughs> who Ryan Murphy who is. Who is that? You're... Uh, Ryan something, the director of... Yeah. Stallone didn't direct the the most recent Rocky movie? No, he was he acted in it. What was that called again? Balboa? No. No, it's but, the Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Who you should always trust. I know. And I loved it. I, I wanted just, to see it, and I just never got around to it. Oh, man, you got to watch it. You no, d- I want to see you'd it. you like it. Yeah. Ah, hell, what's it called? Someone's screaming into their podcast device oh, right uh, now. It's not Apollo. Is it Apollo? Creed. It's called Creed. Creed. Yeah. Fuck. Gotcha. Damn it. Took so long. Like, this is going to be from creator Jim Carrey. It's a show what? about stand-up comedians. Cool. I'm dying up here. What a great title. Yeah. So I'm and definitely intrigued. Is it fictional characters? Yes. Or? Okay. I gather that All it right. is. I'm in on that. Uh, it comes from the co-creators of Masters of Sex. Okay, cool. Good show. Yeah. Uh, something coming to Netflix called Mind Hunter. It's a David Fincher um, produced program. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I mean, he produced House of Cards. That, yeah. That definitely was a, a big thing. Gotta trust Fincher. The new season of Mr. Robot coming later in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll definitely be something to... Should I, be good. Didn't like you... the second season as much as the first season, but really? we'll see where it goes. It's one of one of a lot of shows that I... I I watched because of this podcast and really thought I was going to keep up with. Yeah. And I just didn't have the time to, to consume all these things. First season would have been on number one of my 2015 list and it didn't make the 2016 list. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. 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 Ah, my brother, my brother and me, the podcast becoming a TV show. Have you heard of this podcast? Yeah. Who is it? Is it a Nerdist one or an Earwolf one? I, I don't think... Uh, I don't see anything here about those. I'm pretty sure it's not Nerdist. All right, describe it to me. Um, I don't. I don't know a lot about it. I've never listened to the podcast, but it's like a comedy, um, information advice show. Right. My brother, my brother, and me. Um, 
so I guess it's three brothers, and uh, they've got Cameron Esposito in it, cool. uh, and Rhea Butcher, and three. They're, these, they're a couple. These three guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, they're the on McElroy the show called brothers. Take My Wife, which is supposed to be really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, so that's interesting. This is also kind of interesting, and I know I've brought up a lot of superhero shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is called Powerless. It's okay. coming to NBC, so it's a network show. Uh, stars Danny Pudi and Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical. Oh, wow. Um, it's called Powerless. It's set in the DC universe, but there are no DC characters in it. It's just the it's just a regular office TV show, like right. set in an office, a workplace, <laughs> but it happens to be in a world where Batman and Superman are people. Exist. Yeah. yeah. And I gather that it's a comedy, like the, the image I'll show you. It looks very vibrant and colorful. It almost right. looks like, like community, community with with Danny Pudi there. So I don't know yeah. who, who created this show, but uh, I think it's got a bit of a comedic spin. It's not set in uh, Ben Affleck's DCCU, okay. uh, but it is set in the DC universe. I would, I'd like to see the pilot of that. I'm definitely interested to see the take there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I didn't think of this already. Uh, Star Trek Discovery comes out on CBS All Access. This who's, is a new Star Trek show. Oh, wow. Who's it, who's it starring? I don't know. Um, I don't see any names here. Uh, no, I don't see any names here. But we talked about this a little bit when we did a show show about yeah, Star, Trek, Star and, Trek and Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. I don't know if, if the world is interested in something like this. I don't know if it's going to be a companion to the movies that they've been making with Chris right. Pine. Um, I gather that it's probably hundreds of years later mm-hmm. and still involves the Enterprise. Uh, Becky wants to know if we want more coffee. I'm actually okay. Uh, That's very nice of you. you (laughs) Becky came over with a sign that said coffee. (laughs) I'm still good. Thank you. (laughs) What? We're used to drinking Uh, beer when we do the podcast. This is a daytime podcast. Uh, yeah, I might have a cup after. Are are you guys? No, we're, we're, we're just hanging around. uh, Actually, no, you guys don't have sweetener here. No, we have sugar. Okay. Oh, if you have sweetener, I'm all in. We've got the full menu here. Oh, at, my God. At Cafe Mia. <laughs> Cafe Mia. Not even Becky. <laughs> Names it after his cat. The, uh, the new season of Stranger Things is going oh. to be very interesting. So it is coming out. It is definitely doing it. They okay. confirmed that a little while ago. Right. Another show where they kind of wrapped it up with, I mean, a cliffhanger, but a cliffhanger yep. that you don't necessarily want to see explored. Right. Well, it was on my list. I'm, I'm down to see another season of it. I, People want it. I definitely am going to watch it, and I'll be mm-hmm. excited for it. Oh, sweet. We do have sweetener. Yeah, I'm in. It's stevia, I think. Even better. Stevia is good. It's the healthier choice. Cool. Positive, obviously. I don't want to pause because I don't trust our recording equipment. Would you mind pouring? Yeah. Thank you. you. No, I'm okay. Thank you. Oh, uh, thanks. Oh, that's fine. Just one's good. Um, I, 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 I struggle to see how Stranger Things can clear its first season mm-hmm. like they came out so strong even with game of thrones and walking dead like these shows that were cult favorites at first and became uh mainstream phenomenons right uh phenomenons stranger things hit so hard so fast that it's going to bring the expectations too high too early you're right and i don't know if it can if it can quite meet those expectations it would be amazing if it did i'm always cheering for shows like that well i mean you I just, just you just well. said it with mr robot yeah. The first season was so strong and you loved mm-hmm. it so much. Maybe season three will be better. I mean, a lot of shows have sophomore slumps. And it's supposed to be in three chapters, I think. Stranger Things. Uh, no, sorry, Mr. Robot. Are they going to finish it after three seasons? I hope they do, but I don't know if that's been announced. That would be so they cool will. If, they were, yeah. if they were strong enough to do that. Yeah. Twin Peaks oh, is finally you, coming to Showtime. No, it's fine. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. Twin Peaks. Kyle yeah. McLaughlin coming back. I don't know a whole lot about this. David Lynch, I mean, it's... Is it David Lynch's show? It's David Lynch's show. So he so did... people who adore him, this is kind of the oh, reason they adore him. Oh, okay. I want to get in on David Lynch then. Because yeah. there's a few movies that I've I've heard of. You know, he's famously done, like, very absurd movies. Yeah. I'm into the absurd. So. I, I kind of feel like, and I don't really know this for sure because I don't watch either, but Twin Peaks is almost like got a, a Doctor Who fan base. Like, people really love it, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, I think it's got a Doctor, like, maybe what Doctor Who is in the uk okay twin peaks is here well twin Pe- peaks is also british isn't it no no huh. no it was on like it was on like cbs or something back in the oh, day it has the look of something british why yeah. did i think that i don't know no it was like it was 
quite famous when it first came out. The new season of Veep, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of feel like that's I mean, only if, on there because it wins everything. Yeah. But is that really still bl- like blazing trails? I don't know. I think it's still winning, you know, winning all the awards. And again, the political climate right now is so interesting. That right. How could they not be something to look forward to? Yeah. Uh, and the... Uh, the first season of Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events on Netflix right. comes out two weeks from yesterday. You're excited about that. I'm very excited for that. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be cool to see it for sure. I, I, I would want to watch it just for seeing Neil Patrick Harris and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Yeah, that's so good, eh? Yeah. That like, is wonderful. I think that it'll, <laughs> it'll be the closest thing he's done to that, probably besides hosting the Emmys. It's going to be very odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a musical. Um but it's it's very it's Tim Burton meets Wes Anderson right. for kids. Yes, it's those two things. Right, um, and I loved it as a as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was like a little bit before Harry Potter. Like it's it's you know how Harry Potter kind of transcends reading ages. Like anyone right. can read it. It's a little youthful for just adults. Lemony Snicket. Right, but it is also objectively creative and funny. And they're going to tackle the full thirteen book series, cool. uh, covering the first four books in the first eight episodes. And then I guess they'll probably reevaluate as they go because the books get longer. Um, but that's coming to Netflix, and I'm very excited. Sweet. So I have a game. Oh, okay, nice. It's a little embarrassing. Oh, well, but I had to. I had to call upon my 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 poetic skills to create this game, and it revolves around how many famous people we've lost in 2016. Oh God, I was wondering if we we're going to address that. We have to. Yeah, it's the thing everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couplet, and you have to tell me who the person is cool this is this is how the poem goes mm-hmm. i walk about this new year's eve for all it took bid the year it leave i curse the age with bitter snide and i hear a noise and step inside to find a party's claim the space for every guest i know each face as all those whom caused us to grieve in heading toward this new year's eve i see the star man the thin white duke the troubled mayor once much rebuked two people in there can you tell me who they are Oh, I see the star man, the thin white duke. Okay, well, that's David Bowie. Correct. Um, who was the other? The uh, troubled mayor, once much rebuked. Oh, Robert Ford. Rob Ford died this year. A potions master and to a first lady. I see Mr. Hockey. I see Mrs. Brady. Four people in there. Okay, so Florence Henderson, Gordy Howe. Yep. Um, a potions master and to a first lady. Oh, Alan Rickman. Yep. And first lady was... Uh, Reagan or Bush? It was, it was Reagan. Reagan. Nancy Reagan died Nancy this Reagan. year. Okay, sweet. Uh, I four, s- four for four. You're doing okay. I see a shepherd and a socialite. I see a meister watching the night. See a shepherd. That one's tough. You're and not going to get that one. Socialite. And a meister watching the night? Mm-hmm. Um, shepherd. A shepherd. You're not going to get that one. No? No. Is it... Jesus? Uh, it Did is, we lose Jesus? Jesus died in 2016. Uh, Ron Glass played a shepherd on Firefly. He died this year. Okay. Wouldn't have got that. Right. Um, and a socialite. And a socialite. A socialite seems like it should be obvious to me, but I... It was very recent. Socialite. I'm just thinking of like Anna Nicole Smith style person. Or it, like... She was she was an, an early version of Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Oh, died a couple, okay. Yeah, couple weeks I, ago. I, I wouldn't have remembered that. And this is, I, I had to do my research for this one just for the sake of the rhyme, but a meister watching the night. Yeah. Someone from Game of Thrones died recently. Oh, right. The, um, uh, I forget his name. Peter Vaughn is the actor. Peter Vaughn. Older gentleman. Poor he was guy. part of the Night Watcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like the, the, the Night Watchman. Yes. The oldest guy. I see the droid who saved the Alliance and a Cuban cigar, its symbolic defiance. Uh, well, Fidel Castro. Correct. With Cuban cigar. And the droid? Who saved the alliance. Was that supposed to be R2? Yeah, Kenny Baker died this year. Oh, the guy who did his noises? Well, the the, the little, the, the little oh, person the man who who's was actually inside. In the garbage can, yeah. That's so crazy. I see an eagle and a fairway king. I see the greatest sting like a bee stings. Okay, see an eagle. So Glenn Fry. Correct. Um... And uh, the Fairway Kings, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Um, what was the third? And group? I see the and I see the greatest sting like a bee stings. That's easy. Oh uh, yeah, Muhammad Ali. Yes, I see Raymond's mother and the Seaver father. I see Tessio from The Godfather. Oh, um, okay. So Raymond's mother is um, 
what's her name? Uh, <laughs> it's not Patricia Arquette. It's not. No, it's Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts. The Seaver father just died a few weeks ago. It was rather surprising. We talked about it on the podcast. The Seaver. Oh, uh, yeah. The Seaver father is Alan Thick. Alan Thick. Uh, disgustingly thick. Yes. And I see Tessio <sighs> from The Godfather. Rest in power. Tessio from The Godfather. Yes. Do you remember The Godfather? Um, it was a good film. <laughs> yes, it was a very good film. <laughs> uh i what, what character did he play tessio tessio is that one of the... the in the in the film his name was salvatore tessio but in the novel it was just tessio salvatore tessio abe vagoda played tessio from the oh novel. did he yes i didn't know that a crooner's son though his eyes aren't blue i see a man of faith we hardly knew a crooner's son though we hardly knew Crooner's son, though his eyes aren't blue. That's a giveaway there. So Frank Sinatra's son? Which is? I don't know. Who's Frank Sinatra's son? Frank Sinatra Jr. Oh, really? Died this year. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, okay. And his eyes are brown. That's news to me. Yep. Poor and guy. I see a man of faith we hardly knew. A man of faith. Very we recent. Knew. We haven't, we have, we have, this happened since the podcast last. Oh, um. A man of faith. We hardly know. Oh, uh, George Michael. George Michael died. God, one of my friends, Brent, actually, Brent McKinnon, got to give him a shout out. I give him a shout out every other podcast. Yeah. He said, I thought all the deaths in 2016 were over. And then wham. <laughs> <laughs> and he died on Christmas. I know. His last Christmas, oh, literally. Yeah. It's was, amazing. I was just waiting for the jokes to roll in, but I, I kind of just easy. stopped looking at Twitter. Yeah. Uh, adapt King Queen and a man of a tribe. Sharon both the Jones. Wa- and a man of a tribe, both the watership and the mockingbird scribes. Yes, both the watership and the mockingbird scribes. Uh, Richard Adams wrote Watership Down. He died the same day as someone else, and the mockingbird scribes. So, like, to kill a mockingbird. Harper Lee died Harper this Lee. year. Right. He who put Fonzie and Richie together, and to the fifth beetle, though granted the nether. Right, Gary. Uh... Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. Yes, thank you. And to the fifth beetle, though granted the nether. Uh, the fifth beetle, what was, I forget his, his name. His name was George Martin. George Martin. He died this, not George R.R. R. Martin, and when the news went around, people freaked right. out. And then they didn't care. <laughs> a Cold War wow. spy and an Enterprise crewman, a Montreal bard, knowing what makes us human. Whoa. I don't think I know any of these ones. A Cold War spy. Cold War spy. Was he a spy in a TV show or an actual Cold He was War a spy, spy in a TV show. His last name was also Vaughn. Robert Vaughn, the original man from Uncle, died this year. Oh, okay. And an Enterprise crewman. Uh, a Montreal, right. a Montreal bar knowing what Spocky? makes a human. No. Oh. That was a couple years ago. <laughs> Damn it. Someone much younger from the Star Trek world oh, died this uh, year. Oh, man, the heartbreaking uh, yeah, the guy it, who played it, Chekhov. Exactly. Anton Yelchin died right. this year. And a Montreal bard knowing what makes us human. A Montreal... What is... Define bard. A bard is a poet. Oh, okay. Montreal poet. Uh, I have no idea. Leonard Cohen. Oh, right. Died I didn't this know he was from Montreal. He certainly was a Canadian. Interesting. This is easy, and this is full of... I knew he was Canadian. This is some of the biggest Canadian. ones. I see the candy man stands without his cane. I see the princess and her mother and the quiet purple rain. Four so, people. Gene Wilder. Correct. Uh, this is really impressive, by the way. Thank you. Prince. Mm-hmm. The quiet uh, purple rain. Um, what was the middle The middle clues? And the princess and her mother. The princess and her mother. Um, the princess. Oh, right. Carrie Fisher and <laughs> Debbie Reynolds. I was thinking way back and not to what just happened. Uh, and I see the host in his best Larry Sanders. As the party roars on, I resume my meander. So, Gary Shanling. That's it. And that's well, it. Although losing someone always feels like the worst case, seems to me the gift was to know them in the first place. Ah, uh, that's a good way of ending it. I thought so. You know what? I saw something on Reddit, and I thought it to be quite true. It was like, you know, 2017 is probably not going to be that much kinder than 2016. Yeah. It's the baby boomer generation, like... You know, like Mick, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, they're some old guys. That's sort might, of true. You know. I mean, that's that's partly true in the case of Abe Vigoda and Robert Vaughn and 
Debbie Reynolds sort of, although hers is also spooky for other reasons. But right. it was yeah. also the year of untimely deaths. Mm-hmm. People who were only 60 or only yeah. or only 29 or like... Who's uh, 29? Anton Yelchin Anton or whatever Yelchin. he was. Right, sure. Um, there was definitely some some surprising ones. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that Anton Yelchin is the reason everyone's like, fuck 2016. No, but it adds to it. It does add you to know? it. You're right. There and and a lot of, a lot of good men. David anyway. Bowie was part of the Mick Jagger sure. generation. Once, he was too young to die. Once David Bowie and, and uh, Prince and Glenn Fry all happened, like it's it's kind of hard to believe that that all did happen in the same year. You're right. I was over at my uh, my parents' house the other day, and my dad had left an article open on the kitchen computer, and it just said, uh, Rolling Stones uh, lead guitar player Keith Richards found still alive in his hotel room. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, it's kind of funny. So anyway, that's all we got. That's good. I... I Figured we would be just before two o'clock by the time we finished. It is two just o'clock. before two o'clock. On New Year's Eve. But uh, that was my Bono. That's <laughs> pretty good. Thanks. You can work on it. Oh, that was perfect pitch, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to make a bunch of perfect pitch jokes while Becky was around. Damn it. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll serenade Becky after the podcast. Everybody have a safe and lovely New Year. We'll be with you again in 2017. With mm-hmm. More shows. Be safe. And never trust Will Smith. And I always trust Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and uh, 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 I have perfect pitch. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> <laughs>